All right, welcome back to part two of Friendships. If you have not listened to our part one, get off of this episode and go listen to uh, our part one to get the little rundown of, you know, what we've kind of gone through, a little bit of the surface of friendships, what we look for, what we we haven't really liked, how we handle it mentally. Um, But let's start off with this one, going a little bit deeper into those conversations and what kind of has happened and how it has turned us now, years later, um, into what we actually look for in friendships to take the negative and put it into a positive. Absolutely. And see how, how the current friendships we have are a complete contradiction or exactly the same as the relationships or friendships we have now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it'd be actually kind of funny to sit here and talk about this one because I'll be curious to do like the side by side comparison in my brain of the friends, like actually thinking about the friends that I was friends with back then to the friendships I have now. Are you guys, where, where are your similarities and where was my, my red flags that I should have ran from <laughs> years ago? Oh, for me, it's an obvious. Yeah. Like when I was young, I was always like going for the people that were um in my eyes above me and the outgoing the fun loving the always first in line and now I just I don't do that anymore I look for equals I look for people that are uplifting Mm -hmm. and supporting and loyal and for me it doesn't matter if you're if you're bigger, smaller, like the exterior part, absolutely, I don't care. But like mentally, I want someone that is intelligent because I feed off of you do. intelligence. You, you, you love to pick somebody's brain. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because <clears throat> I, I love learning shit and I love to be educated and not like book smart, but life smart, street smarts. And if I have the feeling that I can learn something from you or that I can, that you're going to make me into a better person or things you can teach me, that to me is, that's a huge trigger to pique my interest and, and get me like curious to, to get to know you. Mm -hmm. I don't like when you have to sit there and try to dig out conversation pieces. Like yeah. the the small talk. I don't I don't like it. I like when you can sit down and it just comes natural. It, mm-hmm. you just you just start talking and next thing you know it's been two hours and it's you went from talking about zebras to what you did at work on Tuesday to what you're gonna wear next month to the beach or you know, you, you just yeah. it it's easy. Friendships, it relationships is. None of that should be hard. And granted, there are hard times that you're going to go through and disagreements, arguments, you know, that it's the same of your kids, your parents, you know, nobody in their right mind can go their entire life knowing somebody and not get in some sort of debacle. You're, you're your own human, unless even even if it's your twin, you would still have differences 
But have we had an argument yet? We haven't. And I was just thinking about that. That in the year That's and a half right. we have known each other, there's never been there's never been an argument. And I no. think <laughs> does that so so <laughs> so you know how you say in a relationship if you don't fight you're unhealthy. Yeah. Cause you need to fight. You problem. need I don't know. Are we are we toxic? <laughs> are you my red flag? Probably. Probably. Hey, I'm wearing red, so I can be a red flag. There, there you go. There you go. No, I think we have a good balance, uh, and I think that's also due to the fact we don't see each other every day, and we don't, um, we don't talk. We talk every day. We go through phases. Yeah, and and also be also um, the time difference. Yeah. Because we talk in in the morning. Which is, or my morning is your evening and your evening or your morning is my evening. So we have like twice a day when we can actually talk. And, um, but I because think that helps of life, it also limits the, uh, the length that we talk, you know, when we talk, yeah. when I call you, when I get off work and it's your morning, our conversation is what I went through that day. Mm-hmm. When I talk to you in my morning, it's then your conversation of what you went through that day. Let's make that your your afternoon because you don't do morning. I don't do mornings. I don't like mornings. Yeah, no. No. I, I get up in the morning and I I get up at 7.30 every morning. Am I alive mentally? Absolutely no. not. I'm awake. I think that's the only time that I actually was not irritated but where I was like, oh, God damn it, get up. Let's get started. <laughs> yep. I think I think that is the only thing where, where we are so different to where it can get annoying. For me, but also for you. Because I am not a morning person, but I need like that first 30 minutes. I need like the first then, four hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because my work schedule... I've been on a swing shift, you know, my for almost five years now. So yeah. I get home at 12 o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. then I wind down. I try to go to bed by one, but, and then I'm up at 730. So I'm just, I'm just, I've never, through growing up and everything, I've, I've never been a morning person. Yeah, I was always up early. And since I, since I had kids, I don't like mornings anymore. I, and, and that's why I, I get up before my kids get up because that first 10 minutes, it used to be like complete disorder, complete, leave me alone, like grumpy. I don't, I don't like it. Be quiet. And Granted, two of, uh, out of three of my kids are not morning persons, so that works. But the middle one is completely bouncing around, bouncing off the walls, wants to be completely active, want to play board games, go outside and play. Like, I don't know. So since I think the last two years, I get up before my kids do, get my coffee, get my smoke, and then I'm ready to go. And that works. Yeah, and I think that's where... You know, I've had a lot of, a lot of very toxic friendships, but now, I mean, like when I first met you a year and a half ago, you, you were outgoing, 
Mm-hmm. You were talkative. It was easy to talk to you. And that, that's a huge thing for me. Can you actually open up and talk to somebody? Can you have a conversation? And meeting you on TikTok, it, I, I learned in the past from where my failures were in friendships that I, if I have to search for a conversation or fake a conversation interest just to be friends with them, it's probably, probably not the healthiest. But with you, it was, and with you and several others that I talk to, you know, almost on a daily, it, it's just, it's just easy. It, it just comes natural. We can communicate. And because of our communication, you guys give me that trust that I have huge issues with. I have I I also a lot of trust nothing. issues. Yes. The, and the, well, and that kind of goes with trust. I, I trust mm-hmm. you guys enough to be able to tell you those conversations that, you know, you're just saying to get out because you just need, you just need to get it off. It doesn't mean you completely mean it. It doesn't mean anything. You're just venting. Exactly. And, and that's too- that to me in a friendship and in communication wise, I, I don't vent, mm-hmm. but when I do vent, it is like a waterfall of emotions. It's completely left, right, up, down, and I'm just getting it all out. Is it personal? Absolutely not. Or not personally towards anyone. Yeah. And the, the safety that you feel in a friendship to be able to do that. And someone isn't automatically going to think like, Oh my God, she's completely lost her marbles. (laughs) That to me is sacred. Yeah, it it really is. And to find somebody that doesn't only just say it, but means it. Mm -hmm. Cause they're like, Oh, I would never judge you. Yet. Then a couple months down the road, they throw that back in your face. Yeah. Like, remember that one time or you find out that they told another person, well, yeah, but she did this and she said that. Yeah. No. Bye-bye. Yeah. Goodbye. Good riddance. For instance, remember when I, when I, uh, last time showed up to, um, to your house, mm-hmm. flying in and I walked into the living room and <laughs> stood there. I'll never forget that. Granted, you're moving. You are moving, you're packing, you are in the middle of all of it, and that all, getting everything sorted and doing all that while being a parent, while working, while going through your own stuff, I walked into that living room and I was like, wow. So. This is what depression looks like. Yep. (laughs) I go. Yup. And you literally just fist pounded me. You went, and I'm like, boom, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, but it's not judgmental though. No. And I didn't feel judged okay. at all. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I acknowledged what was going on. I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and, but then instantly going to the, let's figure this out. Yeah. Let's get our hands dirty. Exactly. 
and well, then just standing by your side and and figuring it out along we go. I had somebody, and this is a prime example of actual true friendship. I had somebody at work go, well, do you have anybody helping you move? I was like, well, yeah, my mom is. Uh, they're like, no friends or anything that can come over and help you or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I probably could bother a couple of them and, you know, and tell or ask them if they could come, you know, help me. But I, I feel that I'm, because we don't talk every day, even though they would be over here in a heartbeat, if I said, hey, look, I need your help, come on. It, and they'd be like, absolutely, I'll be right there, or I'll come over tomorrow, you know, whatever. But I still feel like I'm being a, I'm hindering on their life, that I yeah. might be only reaching out just because I need them. And no, I don't, no. I don't want to portray that, even though that's not how my true friends, that's not how they would take it at all. But mentally, mm-hmm. that's just where I go with it. But I was like, but yeah. my, um, my best friend that's across the world, uh, she flew in for about a week to help me pack. They're like, what? I was like, yeah. Uh, your your best friend got a plane. And this is the exact conversation. Your best friend got a plane ticket, flew over, basically just to help you pack. I was like, well, I mean, there was other things that we did and stuff, but yeah, that's that's how that went. And they're like, but I like wow. doing that. Well, no, and I know you do. And even if you didn't like doing that, you still would have done it. No, I, I'm, I'm not talking about the organizing and the moving, but I like being there. I, I don't want to, I don't want to just be there when it's convenient and when it's fun and when it's good. I want to be there through it all. Mm-hmm. And we can get very deep and emotional about it, but I, I want to, I want to be that person that friend that lifts you up, but also sits with you when it's harder. Yeah. Or Someone that will sit there and cry with me and we can just have the mental breakdowns. Yeah. yeah. So question for you. Um, out, of, out of who you talk to over <laughs> across the world, how, what's your longest... At current friendships, what's your longest friendship? Um, 14 years. That's, that's a pre- pretty decent time. Mm-hmm. Now... Well, there... So, I have two friends that I still talk to from my high school. Okay. But it's the once every three months thing. And I absolutely love and adore them. And we, we try to meet up every, like, three, four months. And... If I would call them tomorrow, they would be ready and able. But it's it's a different kind of friendship. And then the one that is 14 years and still going strong, um, like she is uh, my middle child's godmother. Uh, her husband is my youngest son's godfather. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. That's that's a friendship like we are very similar very alike very outgoing and loud um but yeah we've we've been through it all now take 
take the characteristics of that person and mm-hmm. a a friendship that you had for a while but failed mm-hmm. are were they were they similar was it was it personality people the initial meeting was similar because mm-hmm. it's the outgoing and the fun loving mm-hmm. but the only thing that um that is different is the the constant like i will be annoyed and fed up with what we talked about the last podcast if you're going to be the every five second texting um the all up in your business the the prying the because i'm silent crying but if you're silent for one day that means you you've fallen off the rocker you're gone you're it's like no i just have a life (laughs) and like the why haven't you talked to me in a while or the the yeah I uh, I don't like to be guilt tripped, and I I noticed in friendships before and the friendship now, and that's probably also with the growing up and the evolving and the mm-hmm. growth within like ourselves. Um, the the I don't want the friendships that are only the superficial. No, those those and, friendships won't last. Exactly, and that's what I've noticed, uh, or the, the biggest difference between the friendship that I do have now and the friendships that I had in the past, it's the superficial. It's the, um, they have nothing that interests me. And that sounds really bad to say, but for me, the interest, it is the, the, the red line through all of my friendships, relationships, everything. See, and that's... I constantly think back because it sounds like you're falling out of friendships of, you know, that they vary across the board, reasoning wise. Mm-hmm. My fallout of friendships throughout, you know, from high school till now, it's all been the exact same thing. Not one friendship has ended for a different reason. It's all been because they slept with an ex or found out they were sleeping currently or it always resulted back to a boyfriend. And even, even, and it's, it's friends that I lived with that I talked to on a daily that Mm -hmm. we had so much in common we were inseparable attached at the hip it's not just best friends like oh yeah that's my bestie no like Mm -hmm. these were these were best friends yeah i i had one for example that we met when i was in first grade and we barrel raced together she grew she my kids grew up with her um I mean we we were inseparable literally mm-hmm. and comes to find out over the years she accused me of wanting her boyfriend or you know whatever but then it comes to find out that she was wanting my ex 
or this 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 person went so far to trying to sleep with a family member of mine. Nice. Right? And I I and this is where I overthink of what one what was I attracting in these females for them all to result back to a boyfriend or whatever. Were they just my friend because of who I was with? Were they, you know, I I have mm-hmm. no idea. But it just makes you think, like, what, what, the, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? Well, and I, yeah. I had I had another one, another friendship too. That gosh, I would live with her during the summer. Her, uh, her family lived with me for a while. Her mom lived with my mom. Like we again. That that was like my sister. Um when me and my one of my exes broke up, they actually got together. I think that is so like that part of being a human I don't get. Because if I and, and this is not to kiss up or like get on your good side or whatever. But to me, if you're friends, like, I'm friends with you. I absolutely love and adore your mom. I couldn't, I cannot see how that would ever be like a... A thought in somebody's mind. Yeah. How? I don't know how somebody can do that. that. Now, Now, I can see a difference of, okay, say, for instance, I went to a bar... I picked up somebody, had a one-night stand. We were talking for maybe a week, but I was like, eh, no, great guy, not my thing. But then my my best friend actually had a connection with this person. Sure, mm-hmm. by all means, yeah, freaking go okay. with it. But an actual, none of, I've, my relationships aren't just week-long relationships. Since yeah, I was in I middle school... My relationships have been a minimum of four years. My my shortest relationship was, okay, so back over December, I was in a relationship for, like, long distance for, like, two months. Um, but in person, you know, relationship-wise, where I saw them all the time and everything, my shortest relationship was four years. Yeah. Where Where does that come off in somebody's head... That, it, that that would be okay. Yeah. For a lot. acceptable. Yeah, to sleep. And it doesn't even, to sleep with them after you're broken up. Or to even continue being, if, if you were my friend, I can't control who you talk to. But I exactly. would no. ask for, in respect of our friendship, that if we broke up, me and my ex, or AX, that you wouldn't even want to talk to them. No, it's loyalty. Yeah, because like, it's, for instance, the relationship that you're in. Yeah, I, I talk to your boyfriend sometimes. Uh-huh. It, it, you, you end up building a friendship with whomever you're with. Because it if your best friend's a part of your life, well, then they become part of your life too. Sure. But if that ever ended, your friendship is going to go... Before anything else. Exactly. And maybe... Nothing 
I'm not saying you have to pick a fight with that person or that. No, but just out of respect and courtesy of your best friend. Why would, why would you even? Yeah, that's a hard no. Why, why would you even meet up for coffee? Why would you? The only time, the only time I can say maybe I crossed a line is. And that's what I don't like in women. I'm sorry. Women are, we talked about this a lot, but to me, that is a dick move. That is, and you don't, oh, yeah. you don't see that in guy friendships that often, or at least not over here. Um, because of, like the, for instance, the, the phrases, uh, chicks before dicks and bros before hoes. Yeah. That's a thing. It is. And a lot of people don't get that. Nope. It's it's the loyalty aspect, and and yeah, let's that is. Mm-mm. Yeah, it. And maybe it maybe it's the obviously it's also the type of guy that you know I've gone for in the past because they, you know, obviously. I, I would I, I would say. So, um, like, for instance, we've been friends for 15 years and there was like this high school crush and you've dated for a while. It goes and it, it, it like years and years down the line, my friend would come up to me. So you remember, um, so-and-so from the, like that is, that could be acceptable because time has passed. And you don't choose yeah. love. Yeah, no, I, I could see that. If if I had a healthy breakup, not yeah, not abusive, mentally, physically, cheating, mm-hmm. any of the above. If I had a healthy breakup with somebody, because we just it just wasn't right, you know. You mm-hmm. you went your separate ways, and you know over five years later you end up at the same bar with that person or your best friend ends up at the same bar with that person and but it's also the way they go about it yes communication with your best friend talk to them like so if that that would happen i would expect or because i would i would be that way and i would expect for my best friend or my friendship or whatever to come up to me like day one so remember that and that person well we've been talking for a little are you okay with that not that you need the permission but out of the respect part of it yeah yeah because your friendship i mean granted like you said you you can't pick who you love Mm -hmm. but your friendship should be just as much value yeah exactly. or more so mm-hmm. i mean you can you can take out of take with it what you will but like if i were to say no or if, if i went to somebody and was like hey you know i know you and uh so-and-so broke up uh, but you know we we ran into each other and we just kind of been talking and you know, I'd like to go out with him and just kind of see where it goes. And if mm-hmm. if that friend, though, just goes, uh, no, 
or you know just go that, i would be like that's a friendship, that's a friendship flaw because if you exactly actually are friends you would allow that person or you would wish and hope that person would be happy happy and and if that's with god knows who go for it who am i to judge that or or want to be in the way of that i i wish the best for anyone exactly that's why that's but where that's, i was going with that then at that point yeah. i would kind of reevaluate our friendship and see exactly. if our friendship is actually Exactly. There it's are true. so many examples, but yeah. Yeah, I I could go in this one for hours. <laughs> it's a conversation that definitely um, we should continue on. Um, we'll wrap this one up, and uh, I, I feel I feel this this next episode is. <laughs> We're going to the deep end of the pool. Uh-oh. So, thank you all for listening. Um, if you guys have any questions or topics that you would like us to discuss in upcoming Our episodes. How we handle something. Yeah, yeah, or comments or anything. Um, you can email us at whiskeywineandmamatime at gmail.com. Message us on Facebook. Um, all of our platforms are under... Um, whiskey wine and mama time and um, our videos will be on youtube tiktok spotify apple music all of all of the platforms and also and check out our merchandise uh, yes we have a merchandise um but if if there's a platform that you normally listen to uh your podcast on and we are not on there let me know um i can definitely probably get this on other platforms um, but I'm, I'm not sure what platforms all everybody listens to. So let us know feedback, positive, negative, the good, the bad questions, comments, concerns, uh, let us know. And, uh, we'll stay tuned and listen to you or stay tuned for our uh, next episode. Nice sentence. Yeah. I played that. That was like <laughs> radio podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Have a good night, you guys. Bye.